welcome to Grandpa's Tales of Terror. Today's tale is entitled Sliver, Chapter 5. Now close your eyes and let your imagination carry you into a world of fear and horror. (laughs) The hospital was prepping Mary for surgery. After having an IV inserted and given something to relax, Mary was wheeled into the operating room. The surgeon asked Mary if she was ready, and she was. The surgeon gave a nod to the anesthesiologist who proceeded to put Mary to sleep. The decision was made to amputate Mary's finger up to her hand. This would remove the wood-like finger and a little more bone and flesh, so the surgery was able to get everything. After cutting the flesh with a scalpel, the surgeon turned the bone saw on and proceeded to remove the finger. It was decided to cauterize the surgery site to stop the bleeding and to prevent infection. The surgeon was also hoping that cauterization would kill any chance of the condition to spread. When Mary woke up in the recovery room, her husband was there, sleeping on the chair beside her. He woke up when he heard Mary sit up and reach for her ice water to take a sip. Mary's doctor from the clinic was doing his rounds and came to see her. He informed her that the surgery was a success and that they were able to get all of the condition. He went on to say that she probably would feel some discomfort for a while until the surgery site healed. A couple of hours later, Mary was discharged. When they got home, the husband started cooking because Mary was hungry due to not being able to eat before the surgery After eating and taking her pain medication and antibiotics, Mary went to bed. (sighs) Fire. That is all she saw. The heat was unbearable. Bark was beginning to blacken. Branches beginning to burn. Flames climbed higher and higher to a place where the tree didn't want flames to go. Then, pain. Mary was flailing and trying to scream in her sleep. The pain was intense. The husband started to shake Mary to wake her up. After a couple of attempts, Mary finally opened her eyes and was shaking profusely. Later in the kitchen, they were both having a coffee, sitting in silence, contemplating the dream that Mary keeps having. The husband asked if she ever noticed anything in particular in the dream. Mary shook her head. The husband went on further and said that it's the same dream, but getting worse. It must be trying to tell you something. Mary just looked at him as he went on to say that he had read a book on interpreting dreams. Mary just sipped her coffee. 
Later that night, the husband decided to go to bed and gave Mary a kiss on the cheek. Mary was staying downstairs for a while to watch some TV. As the hours passed, Mary closed her eyes and drifted off to sleep. She started dreaming, but this time there was no flames, smoke, or pain. She could see and feel the blue sky and sounds of birds and forest life. She also saw something that terrified her. At the kitchen island, Mary and her husband, even though it was only 10 a.m., were drinking something a little stronger than the dark roast they like. The husband put down his glass and grabbed the bottle of scotch and refilled his. After putting the cork back in and the bottle on the island, he looked at Mary and asked if she was absolutely sure of what she saw. Mary downed what was left in her glass and said yes. That evening, the husband was doing volunteer work for the Wetlands Organization. Their group was working on a presentation for a fundraiser. Another volunteer started talking to the husband, and eventually the husband mentioned his wife having dreams regarding a fire that had happened a couple of years ago. Very casually, the volunteer started telling the husband about tree spirits and such. The husband wanted to know more, so he asked the volunteer if they could get a coffee after this presentation and talk more about that. When the husband came home after having coffee, he walked in the front door. He put his keys on the island and started getting himself a drink of water. As he turned the tap on, he reached for a glass, and that was when Mary screamed. The husband left the water running as he ran upstairs to the bedroom. The light was on, and he saw Mary crying sitting on the bed. The husband asked what was wrong. Mary couldn't speak, but pointed down to the floor. The husband looked down, but it took a few seconds to register. Mary's right foot was the same color as her amputated finger. Mary looked at him with tears in her eyes and said she can't move her toes.